Let me put my headphones on here. You hit the wrong one. Don't what? Gotta hit last call. Oh. Last call, drunk fuckers. Go home. Get shit, get out. Welcome to Three Drink Minimum Last Call. It's the podcast that makes you sound drunk just by saying the name correctly. I'm Uncle Don. Sitting across from me is nephew Eric. Howdy. How's Eric, it going? We've been doing this podcast for several months now. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of podcasts. We do. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. There's certain things that I've learned. Yep. And I want to know when you're going to learn them. Okay. That your audio sounds better when you lean, in, lean into the mic and speak quieter. Yeah, I know. Like that. You know, I lean in Just and like you that. hear how my voice yeah, resonant. Voice is, yeah. Very resonant. Yeah. What about mine now? It's it's better. That's much but better. But you lean, huh? but you lean back, and you you talk off mic, and you, and you talk off to the the side here, and you I don't know. Yeah, I'm always going and crazy. It's very good. echoey. But if you lean in, it's a little bit more resonant. You don't have to get like right up to it. You don't have to suck it or anything. But just get a little bit closer to that mic. And talk. I think the thing I've learned the most about podcasting is doing it's easy. Building a fan base. Is extremely difficult. Doing it's not as easy as you think it is. Well, my part's pretty easy. Your part's pretty easy. <laughs> you show up and talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then go home. Yeah. That's pretty easy. Building a fan base. How do, how do you manage that? How do you think we do that? Um. Well, I think if we truly, like, you know, really put in all of our effort, we could build our, we could build a fan base slowly but surely. But we don't promote. We don't do that shit. No. We just do this for ourselves. And your, uh, our first promotional plan was going to be the fact that you had that other job and you're traveling to different yeah. parts of the country and we were going to try and seed some listeners in different parts of the country and that fell through. Who knows? Maybe one day when I'm in the psychology field, I'll just start handing out you know flyers like, oh, by the way, sorry to hear about your issues. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> listen, I, I know you're thinking about suicide, but um, listen to this podcast where we joke about suicide. Yeah. It's, oh. it's kind of funny. And do you find school shootings funny? <laughs> hey, we got we got a joke about school shootings. Uh, go back, listen to episode 57. Do you I, mind? I don't know what episode that was. Do you was. like the excessive use of the word fuck? How about cunt? Do you like uh, jokes about, oh, Gay sex. How do you That's feel fun. about Game of Thrones? Because this podcast should just be a Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> well, that we did some. Oh, True Detective too. Yeah. Anyway, that was my only complaint. I was like, man, when is he going to learn how to just kind of lean in yeah. and, and talk? I need to do that. I'm just so eccentric, man. I should have been a fucking yeah. Motley Crue. Okay, so what you're telling me is that I need to uh, hook you with with a lav mic. Yes. Big time. Actually, I might be able to do that. That's what I need. I need so I can move, pull it with me, I, fucking go as I need. Well, you wouldn't be moving around. Well, well no, but I could. It, it, would be, it would be clipped. It wouldn't be in front of you. It would be clipped yeah. here. Lav oh, mic is that yeah. little tiny mic. Oh, that one? You're not going to get a lot of uh, good audio from it. I mean, it's good audio. We need to get But not fucking, as good as these. I was at Best Buy in Springfield the other day, and we need to get those mics that come up and we can move with. Us. Oh, like what Christopher has in front of his computer. Oh, does he have one of those? Yeah, uh, you're just thinking about a mic on an arm. Yeah, that's what we need. That's we need a need. mic on an arm. Yeah, you want 
That's articulated right. arms. Um, yeah, before we do that, I mean, we can't really do that because we take this little setup down every single week and put it back up. But that would have to have a dedicated podcast area. Well, someday. A podcastable. A podcastable. It's a podcasting table. A podcast table. Hey, business podcastable. idea. Business idea. Ah, that, that'd be good. Just make, hey, here's, here's your podcastable. It comes with a with all the wiring. You supply the mixer, but we go ahead and we wa- rewire the XLR inputs for each little location for your mic to plug in there. And then we have our outputs on the other end of the table with the mixer. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Honestly, I truly believe, like with how big podcasting is, somebody could make that a business. Like if they just had the time... And that's all they did all day was just focus on that. They could make that a profitable business. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Well, I don't know because think about like all the biggest. Like, okay, let's take Joe Rogan. Do you think that motherfucker can be like, oh, yeah, let me get one of these. Like that dude no. dropped a little setup. Dude, that no, dude, they build one. Yeah. They build it from scratch. That dude, and I, it's done. That dude's studio is like four or five, six of these houses mm-hmm. put together. That's fucking insane. How nice would it be to have so much money to where it's like my podcasting studio is uh, 10 times the size of your house? That kind of sucks. You know you don't need that big of a No, area. but he has other shit in there. It's like a man cave. He has yeah. like his it's not just simulator his, his podcast pool area, table. His actual podcast studio is probably about the size of this room. Yeah, it's not real big. But that whole studio, it's basically yeah. just a giant man cave. You got offices in there. You have, yeah. It's a giant man cave. It's his entire production but i have a question for you that you can answer probably better than me all right let's go what is the significance of the picture of the black hole um there can't be any significance to this the black hole you're talking about the picture of that prostitute jesus fucking christ i can't even this is why we can't have a nice podcast Hey, I had a killer joke last week, and I didn't and give you, you a pause for me All because right. we were talking about Jesse Smollett, and you said we can be. You said, you know, in this country, we can be as dumb as we want. Yeah, and I, it's your right to be as dumb as you want. And I said, yeah, it's called freedom of religion, and you laughed. And oh, way too late. Oh, that one way <laughs> too late. I, I waited way too long. You should have hit that bitch last week. I missed it. I'm and sorry. And I felt like that was a good one. I, I, I missed I had, it. I came up, I had a good one straight I'm sorry. off the head I, and you fucked it up. You know how many times I make a joke that I think is funny and it goes over your head? You completely miss it because you're making a point and I miss, and you miss it. I would say 50% of them. A lot of the times I do that. Or I get it. It didn't go over my head, but I choose to ignore it. Because it's stupid. Yeah. I get it. Which is about 75% of them. You shouldn't treat me like that. That's wrong. The cra- listen to the crowd. They hate you for that. They hate oh, you for that. Hey, speaking of like laughing and booing, um, Joplin Comedy is starting to get big enough to where they're doing weekly open mics now. Cool. As opposed to bi-weekly because they're just starting to, they're really starting to build a little, a little hot spot. That's cool. That's really nice. I'm excited for all the local comics. That's, that's so great for them. Are you still interested in doing that? Absolutely. How is that going to I'm play into get, your uh, plans of school? Um, it's just going to be my hobby. It's just okay. going to be my hobby. Um, if if by some chance, like, if by some chance someone's like, hey, uh, I want to start booking you for this or I want to book you for this, that would be, that's my number one love. But you'd like is, to just yeah. do it 
too yeah. when you can. Just do it for my own entertainment. I don't know where the fuck that was. Did you hear audio? I did. Is yeah. that Christopher up the yeah, stairs? Yeah, That's Christopher talking Christopher upstairs. I'm not used to hearing it through our earphone. We got headphones on, and so we're hearing stuff through the mics, being picked up the mics, so like everybody else hears it. And it was somebody talking upstairs, and it sounded way too loud in our headphones. Yeah. And we we're like, what the hell was that? But, you know, I, I can't wait to go back to school. I'm excited to get into this field. I'm excited to do all that. But stand-up is and will always be my first love. And if by some chance I had the ever, ha- ever, ever had the opportunity to make that my career, I would. Interesting. Uh, you know Yakov Smirnov? Yeah, that dude in uh, Branson. In Branson. Russian guy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, when, when doing his show down there, between doing his stand-up and stuff down there at his theater in Branson, he went back to school and I believe he got a degree in psychology and became a marriage counselor no for real he learned how to do it he, uh, he still you, does his show and stuff but did you see him no oh, I wonder if he's funny um he is the dirtiest comic in Branson because well, every punch saying much every punchline starts out with what a cunt are you fucking with me or are you he says what a country uh <laughs> He talks about Russia and U.S., and he's like, what a country. But every punchline starts off with, what a cunt. Is he a PG comic? Yeah, pretty much. But I thought it was funny to say, what a cunt. I don't think, I don't think. Can we say, what a cunt again? What a cunt. All right. I I just want to say how many times I could say, what a cunt. What a cunt. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) True. I don't think Branson would be a great place to have a stand-up residency at all. Um. Branson's not Branson. I think is really it's deteriorating. There's the crowds are not there the way they used well, to be. Well, it's also still pretty early in the year. No, I'm just talking about even for the year. Let's go to Silver Dollar City in July. Silver Dollar City still draws some people, but Branson as a whole is not drawing people like it used to. Yeah. They are they are losing a lot of tourists. And for our listeners out there, like Arkansas guy and some of our people in like Texas, and our stuff. one guy from Arkansas, yeah. yeah, and some you know people. What's in up, Texas, Arkansas? What's up, Arkansas? Nice, nice. Uh, hope you're listening. What uh, Silver Dollar City is, is? You know what? If if I made like a T-shirt, what's up, Arkansas? Do you think our guy from Arkansas would buy buy a T-shirt? I hope. I would like to think so. You know, what's up, Arkansas? Three drink minimum. That'd be nice. But fuck the rest, of y'all. Yeah, what's what up, up, Arkansas? Arkansas? <laughs> Uh, we don't care about Texas that has listened, had a lot of listeners. Yeah, Texas, we just, like, probably are, well, outside of Missouri. We love Vegas. that one guy from Arkansas. Or gal. We don't know. Could be a gal. Never got an email. Never got a message. But for those of you out there, Branson is a place that is. Everybody knows what, yeah, where Branson, Branson is. Branson, Missouri. The the biggest attraction there is Silver Dollar City. If you don't know what Silver Dollar City is, go to your local crackle, Cracker Barrel. Imagine a roller coaster running through the middle of it, and that's Silver Dollar City. That's pretty good. What if they don't have a Cracker Barrel? Go to your local Amish country, put a roller coaster in it, and that's Silver Dollar City. Okay. Ask your grandma how to churn butter and then have a roller coaster. Everybody knows what Branson is. Branson is, uh, 
Branson, it might be cool if you've never been there, but in our area, you know, I'd probably go there three or four times yeah. a year. You, so. You've gone there as a kid several times. I've been there so many times. I have zero interest in it. We went down there and went go-kart riding. Kathy and Christopher had never been go-kart riding in their entire lives. Did you go to work today still? Do what? Did you go to work today still? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, what time did you guys get home? What are you talking about? We went Sunday. Oh, I thought you went yesterday. Yeah, no, last Sunday we went uh, down there, and they had never been on go karts, and so we went. We bought the all day package, uh, forty five bucks, all the go karts you can ride all day long, three locations, the three tracks down there, and uh, we got in the go karts and rode around. The they were the slow go karts, even the. High rise ones were the slow go karts, but still. I think me and Kendra are gonna go to the. They were kind of fun. I I could I could ride go karts all day long. Yeah. They just make me happy. I think me and Kendra are gonna go to that new Wonders of Wildlife Museum and Aquarium in Springfield. I don't know about it. What? Oh what? Dude, it was a huge fucking deal. Like they had like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Luke Bryan and. Where's this at? Uh, George W. Bush there, like, for the grand opening in Springfield, attached to Bass Pro. Attached to Bass Pro. Oh, yeah. aquarium. Yeah. Uh, I went to Bass Pro just a while back, and I saw the entrance to it. We didn't go in it. Yeah, it's, it's like 45 bucks a person or something. Yeah. Shit, but me and Kendra want to go. But that brings me to this. I have gotten into hunting allocated bourbons. Okay. With my father-in-law. That is one of the most thrilling things. And it is a fucking secret society. Hunting. Allocated bourbons. So tell me what that is. Bourbons that are rare, hard to find, don't come what? out often. Um, allocated. What does that mean? It's... When it comes to bourbon. You're into it. Question. Tell me what it means. Because to me, when you say, I'm into hunting allocated bourbons, that's like saying, yeah, I'm into drinking beer. It's... Uh, I'm into drinking I'm I'm into drinking bourbon. Distribute for a particular purpose. Okay. So like a um, like a Blanton's Gold or Blanton's in general. Okay. It's allocated. Um, I still don't know what allocated means. I just told you the definition of allocated. But for a particular purpose. They're all for a particular purpose. Oh, no, these are different and they're, they're supposed to be special. Okay, I'll rephrase. For special and rare bourbons. Does okay. that work for you so, better? So... It would be like saying uh, Captain Morgan's came out with a very special rum. A special, th- this is a special bottle. There's only 200 bottles of this made. It's something like that. that. It's just something that's in really high demand. It's hard to find. So like what like liquor store owners will do is they'll keep all of them in the and back. Yeah, I know it to Captain Morgan's, but hey. They'll keep like all of the one. They'll keep them all in the back. You go and say, hey, do you guys have an Old Forester 1920? They'll say no. But they save it for their special customers. Okay. But the only way you can get in, like, you have to, like, really, like, the, there's just, like, some fucking freak way. My father-in-law got in with one. But um, it's so fun. But, like, you got to, like, drive everywhere to, like, find some of these, like, complete collections and shit. And, like, he freaked out because we found an old Forester 1910, which is the last one in his collection of the old Foresters that okay. he had to find. <laughs> and he just found it. It is so fun. And, oh, my God. God, are these good. Dude, the Old Forester 1920, oh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a better bourbon. Or the Elijah Craig, the barrel-proof Elijah, or the, what was it? Was it the 
small batch Elijah Craig. That's what it was. Oh, God. It's 135.4 proof. Whoa, baby. What are you looking at there? I was looking at. Oh, Old Forester? Yes. Great, great, great bourbon. Hard to <laughs> beat. Um, Blanton's is great. Blanton's is extremely hard to find. Um, But it, it's been so fun. And I only went with him once, but we went to Springfield. We went to, like, every Brown Derby we could find. Like, fucking... I've been to Brown Derby in Springfield. The Sam's Club we even went to. Sam's Club. They don't hold stuff back for no, anybody, do they? No, but they have a pretty big selection of shit. I say Sam's Club, it's that whoever wants to buy it, it they'll they sell it. they keep in a case. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really cool. And so they're so good, dude. Like, the, the single barrel Four Roses, the any old Forester... The, the old Forester rye was good. The, you know. Uh, and when you drink this, how much do you drink? Just a shot? No, just probably like not even much. a just shot. Enough to just enough to get a flavor. Well, no, probably four sips, five sips. Okay. Because some of them can have a little more. Like if you have the the small batch Elijah Craig. Well, I'm just wondering. You you spend all this time searching for these bottles. You don't want to just drink the bottle, right? Right. <laughs> or you, so it, well, it's not just buys, a, it's not just a grabbing. He buys multiple. Mm-hmm. Of each bottle, so that way he can drink one. Gotcha. Still have one. But when you taste them, you're just like, okay, see what the flavor is, and you're done. You're not drinking it to get schnockered. Yeah, no. You 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 get the flavor out of it, or if it's a really good one like the Elijah Craig, we had another small glass. But the Elijah Craig, like, it's one of those that you gotta have like probably six sips out of, because those first two, you're like, oh man, because it's 135.4 proof. So you're like, oof, okay. And then after that, you really can get the taste. And like after you get past that initial burn, you're like, holy shit, that's good. But that old Forester 1920 might be the best bourbon I've ever had. Cool. But so, are you going to tell me the significance of the black hole or not? Significance of the black hole. Yeah, the, um, the picture. Well, it, it wasn't just a picture. It was a com- it was a composite picture of multiple uh, observatories to make this. And you didn't actually get a picture of the black hole. You got a picture of the radiation ring around the black hole because you can't really take a picture of a black hole. It's just black. But uh, the significance is that we haven't had an actual image created of one yet. Uh, You can see where black holes are from observations of other stars, of uh, perturbations of... is Is that a word? I think so. Of the orbits of stars or, or movements of stars, you can see that they uh, wobble a, a little bit. And so you can kind of, we've been able to tell where black holes are or should be. But this is one where they actually uh, dialed in and took a picture of. So what is the scientific significance? Like, is there any or is it just like. Not really. We already knew they were there. We already knew. But it's. Difference but of is it saying like for the first time we pinpointed where one is like oh there it is it's it's right not there. just that we've actually we actually have an image that you can hold and look at of all that radiation and matter that is being pulled into that black hole. Can the sun turn into a black hole? Uh, yeah. Would it suck like every planet in? No. We would definitely die. Yeah. No. We wouldn't die. If you could turn the sun into a black hole, basically you would be compressing it down 
to a point where it would suck all matter in within its gravitational field. But it's still the same amount of matter in the black hole. So it would be the same matter that is in the sun right now. So the matter is what provides our it, what provides gravity. It would no longer be giving off any radiation, so we would freeze to death. But the gravitational field that keeps us in orbit would not change if you could compress the sun down to a black hole. So, and it, say it did, would, so would it just be like an immediate death, just it autom- like it got so cold everybody just immediately dies? If we turned off the sun, basically, made the sun a black hole? Die immediately. Nope. Uh, it would be, oh, what is it, 20 minutes? Can you think of anything more brutal? Um, for the sun, the second we stop getting the radiation from the sun, there would be a cool down period for the earth, but it would almost immediately begin. And you would have maybe 20 minutes? Oh, no. I'm, that's what I'm talking about, the distance to the sun for the light to stop. If you can press How long would you have if the sun went to a black hole? Estimated. To survive? Yeah. I guarantee, I, I don't know, but I would think it would be within a day. I mean, hey, you don't Elon. have anything. Hey, Mr. Musk, if you would like to be our ninth listener unless you had answer this question. A bunker, unless you had like a bunker or something where you could generate heat, where you could have fuel, maybe a nuclear reactor to help generate heat. Maybe you could survive for a little bit longer. But a lot of this seems like it would require electricity. Uh, that's why it's a nuclear Which reactor. Good point. But the entire planet would... It would be like an instant, instantaneous night with no sun in the morning to start warming you up. Yeah, and it's not like you could have enough food for a lifetime. No. Or anything for a lifetime, so you pretty it's pretty much just death, like pretty much just basically. No, unless die. you you could have a greenhouse if if you had like a nuclear reactor that you keep maintained and running and run a greenhouse, run lamps. But still, no, we're dead. Well, what if we just had like a vote between all the planets and we're like, hey, um, Venus, um, you're gonna be the new sun. We're gonna make you grow really big and be the new sun. I uh, wouldn't have enough matter. Well, we're going to give it some matter. Okay, then you're going to increase its gravitational field. No, we're going to take some of it away, too. Well, you can't have both. Well, why not? Because matter is what hey, gives you gravitational field. if they told us 50 years ago we couldn't have a picture of a black hole, you wouldn't have believed it. Are you just... Why are you messing with hey, me? One thing I have learned throughout this whole podcast... You know, I've learned from this podcast. Don't say it's not possible. Because anything is possible through Christ who gives us strength. Everything is possible through Christ our Savior and Lord. Yes. Amen. Um, One thing that I've learned from this podcast is that even when talking to you, like at the beginning of the podcast, about uh, mic control, halfway through the podcast, (laughs) you lean back. And start talking in a different direction. These I got are di- comfy. These are directional mics. you got to talk to them. And you turn and you've got your head faced completely almost, actually 90 degrees, 90 degrees or more away from the mic. I know. I get so, <laughs> I get so. Yeah, comfy and relaxed. And comfy and relaxed and get going and wondering and 
you know, so so basically what we've learned is that there is literally no scientific that's not scientifically significant. I'm sure it's scientifically significant. The black hole. I I you know the picture. Really happy to see the picture of the girl that you know came up with the whole. Uh, Plan for, or was, yeah, or whatever. the one girl that and how is responsible for it, yeah. and like tears in her eyes, and like that's got to feel so great that uh-huh. that accomplishment that finally pays okay. off. Like I saw on Twitter, uh, yeah, everybody's talking about this black hole, but how come they're not talking about this one girl whose idea, blah blah blah, about this one girl? It's like everybody's talking about uh-huh. that. Just I hate people who go for those likes by saying something that's not true, yeah. like saying, uh. Uh, me, colon, such and such, everyone, silence, then me, da-da-da. It's just like, uh, all right, people are paying attention to the important stuff. I heard Joe Rogan talk about this, about how people need, I don't get it, but they need, like, when they get, like, a ton of likes, it, like, fills them with something, like like some accomplishment. It's almost like it's like a... Yeah, Did you see like the that. Instagram girl who was in tears? She, uh, I think she was from Florida, too. Going back to Florida, woman. I'm not sure, but I think she was. Anyway, she's an Instagram model, and that's how she made her living. And she got uh, banned because she was spamming. and Or at least they said she was spamming, so her account got blocked. And she posted a video in tears, she can't go work at McDonald's, she can't work a 9 to 5 job she is accustomed to this kind of living and all this and she wouldn't be anywhere without her audience and that's how she lives and if not she's going to have to go back to prostituting. It's like Go back to it's prostituting. Like, it's like bitch you are prostituting. Your Instagram photos are you dressed in almost nothing and then you rely on guys to send you money. What do you think you're doing? Uh oh. Yep. And compressing that down is not fixing that damn thing. Oh, well. Well, Instagram models, that's a, it's a, we live in a weird time. But yeah. it's almost... How come I can't be famous? How come I can't be Instagram famous? You don't, you don't I'm not, I don't have boobs. I got a good ass. But also, is it Motherf- not... Motherfucker, hold on just a second. I want you to fill oh, this Jesus. ass. Fill I'm your, not feeling your ass. No, no. I'm not feeling your fucking fill, ass. Fill your uncle's ass. Feel that. Yeah, that's rock hard. No, no you felt the hip. Feel that ass. Yeah, I, I feel that. That's a nice yeah, ass, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm telling you, your uncle's got a good ass. Okay, so is it... I, I can see both sides of it here. Like, it's... No. No. Both Stop sides that. of my ass? Is that no. what you see? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, we're not going down this road. Oh, we've been, we're down this road right now. It's. Who has a better ass, me or you? Well, probably me. I got a little more meat. You've got a softer ass. Your ass would be more popular in prison. I guarantee you. Which, in turn, makes it better. But I got a pretty nice ass. Sure. So, my, Jesus. My question would be, is it. So, you know how it's ridiculous that prostitution is illegal? Yes. Yeah. So, would we not want to... It's legal to sell things. It's legal to give somebody money. It's legal to have sex. It's illegal to combine any of those things. Unless you film it. And the second you film it, yes, you're perfectly allowed. But, so is it not kind of... Uh, You have to film it for distribution, yes. But is it not kind of a... 
a good thing, you know, that women can make money off of their bodies like that? I mean, it's kind of like... You it's know, perfectly go- fine, yeah. It's perfect. I'm, I wasn't saying anything bad that... Now, don't get me wrong. When your 15 minutes of fame comes up... But she says, I need to go back... Yeah, I need to go back to being a, a prostitute. And I was just saying, that's what you are doing now. I'm just saying, be realistic about what you're doing. Yeah. But, I, Instagram's a weird thing, man. How about all, like, the fucking, I don't even know how to put it. The founders of, the creators of all these social media sites. How in, how in the fuck are they all worth so much? Because we love to talk about, we love to talk about ourselves and we love to, uh, get other people to pay attention to us, and it lets us do us. Um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, had a quote the other day. Hitler would have loved social media. He was talking about social media and how it's a propaganda machine, and Hitler would have loved it. What do you think Hitler would have had for his Twitter handle? Oh, God. Hitler Twitter handle... God damn. Um. He, he says it creates a, a false sense that everyone shares the same opinion because everybody gets in their little bubble. And he says that social media allows evil to prey on the troubled minds and lost souls that we all know that social news feeds can continue to blah, blah, blah. Maintain uh, fiction that and propagating vile ideology. I get tired of reading his stuff. Oh, don't get me wrong. He's right. But, yeah, would Hitler have loved being able to reach out and speak to that little bubble of people that agreed with him? Yeah. A-H underscore Mein Kampf. A-H underscore Mein Kampf. Okay. That's good. Um Not gas the Jews twenty seven, because he he wasn't he wasn't early enough to get just gas the Jews. He had to get twenty seven. Twenty seven. <laughs> he was a li- Hitler was a little bit late to Twitter. Oh, just, oh speaking of like uh, Hitler and uh, supremacy and things like that. Sure. I got asked today. If my tattoo up here on my arm that says family was an Aryan, like, Aryan, like, white supremacist tattoo. Okay, it, is it? No. Okay, I just checking. But he goes, what, is it, like, for family values, like the like the Aryan brother, like, you know, the white supremacist thing? It's like, it just says family. No. <laughs> it, that's all it is. That just says family. That's it. It's not a... No. <laughs> what? It, there's no other meaning to it. Yeah, it's I mean, just, it, it is what it is. It's literally just the word. Well, you know, I'm going to uh, go on Reddit. Is it Reddit? That the, yeah, where the white power Yeah, the going. white power things. I'm going to go on Reddit and I'm going to, or it, 4chan. It's 4chan mm-hmm. that does it, isn't it? I'm going to go on 4chan and say that family is now a symbol for white supremacy. Because it's family values in the neo-Nazi. Have you seen the clown? Clown. Clowns are now white supremacist. Oh shit! Because of whiteface. They okay. These 
fuckers said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send out Pepe with a clown face, and we're going to honk honk. And honk honk is, you know, take things less seriously. Don't be so serious about things. Take things less seriously. They laid out their entire plan. We're going to do this until everybody's doing it. Then we're going to take it back and make it a white supremacist thing. And then all these people are going to be white supremacists because they've been doing honk honk for all this time. The motherfuckers did it again. It's just like drinking milk. It's just like the the OK sign turns into white power. They did it, and the media falls for it every fucking time. So now clowns... How big of a kick out of it do you think they get? I don't know, but observing it, oh, it's hilarious. That is so But funny. clowns are now considered a white supremacist symbol. What's not? The, surely the... What's that word? The pendulum would have to swing the other way? I don't know. I think... I think they're really missing a trick. I think they ought to make Morgan Freeman the next white supremacist symbol. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great? Hi. I'm Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is a white supremacist? Yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do that. Hi. I'm Morgan Freeman. Yeah, you can't do it either. <laughs> we, are, we can stop right now. <laughs> We're wrong. We're wrong right now. Well, Let's stop. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on here. Um, if if Morgan Freeman is a white supremacist, then so is a uh, Sasha Michelle Lynn Malaya. And, uh, fuck Donald Trump. That killed that flutter. No, it made it worse. Did pull it? Mine. Pull mine. Hello. We're gonna pull both of them. Sorry, right, we're almost so there. Now we're the now we're winging anyway. it. I'm gonna pop back in here and see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you. We're almost in an episode anyway. Yeah, we're getting close. But yeah. if Morgan, if Morgan, fuck, I want more. No, Samuel L. Jackson. I am tired of these motherfucking blacks on this motherfucking plane. Nope, I, I don't, I don't. I, we need to stop that. Why? Right now. Why? Because it's not good. No? No. Why? Because I'm going to stop it. We're just going to stop. We're not doing that. You don't want to make Morgan Freeman the face of white supremacy? <sighs> Or yeah, Samuel but, Jackson? Yeah, but you aren't either of those people. You and you don't sound anything like them. And it comes off wrong. Hi. I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Let me The Planet. <laughs> Save the whales. Cut your plastic rings. Save the turtles. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no. Oh, I make myself laugh so hard. No. How is that um, racist? I'm just saying you don't sound anything like Morgan Freeman. Oh, did you see? I saw something uh, that Candace Owens chick, mm-hmm. and she had posted some. She had been in Congress, and they tried to make her sound like she was a white supremacist, and she's black. Right. And. So she went back off on, on him. And on Twitter, I saw the post by her, and it had down at the bottom, Blexit. Like Brexit, but only black, black exit. Blexit. I'm not sure if Blexit makes a lot of sense. What, what would you put as a hashtag for black people leaving the uh, Democratic Party? I thought Homie Go would be a good one. Homie Go. Hey, so if we had a racial draft, 
a racial draft. Who would you trade to the black people from the white people? Okay, we're talking about individuals? Yes. Okay, I, I've heard this skit done somewhere before, but yeah. Chappelle did a racial draft thing, but this yeah. has become a... So, like, I would be willing to trade, like, I don't know. I don't want to give up Eminem because he ke- he's, like, our middleman with the blacks. Yeah, I wouldn't give up Eminem. He's our only... Um, he he's he's our star player on uh yeah that front. We definitely can't trade Donald Trump. No. Nobody would buy. Uh, let's trade comedians. Okay, we uh, can. we get rid of Jim Carrey. Okay. We can we'll, trade Jim Carrey, but who would we get in return for Jim Carrey? Um Let's get Ken Jong from the Asians. Oh, okay. See, I I figured we'd go trade Jim Carrey for a black comedian, which I was going to say, you know, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but... But that's kind of... I don't think we get a trade. I don't think the blacks would give up... I don't think we'd get a trade, but we might Um, might get... uh, We might get, like, Patrice O'Neal. He's dead. Yeah, but, I mean, we're talking about throughout history. Who's who's that little short fellow? Cat Williams? No. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. They're not giving up Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's pretty hot right now. Yeah, they're giving up Chappelle before they're giving up Kevin Hart. All right, so we get rid of... Uh, Jim Carrey and you think they'd take Jerry Seinfeld? Jim Carrey, Jerry Seinfeld for Kevin Hart? No, Seinfeld's way too white. I think if we're bringing back people from the dead. Okay, so we're counting Jewish people as white. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we're bringing back people from the dead too. Okay. We're bringing I think back the only the way the only way we get Kevin Hart is if we throw Chris Farley in that mix. No, motherfucker, we do not give up Chris Farley for anybody. They can take Adam, Adam Sandler. Okay, but you know who we're going to get in return for Adam Sandler? Who? Um, I don't know. Maybe like Keegan-Michael Key. We're not even going to get the good of the two duos of Key and Peele. Of the duo of um, Key and Peele. You know, I'd take them. As long as we got rid of Adam Sandler? See, I'd give up Jerry Seinfeld before I gave up Adam Sandler. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Like, hmm. But on the Asian front, um, Asians are not giving up. I would just want like some doctor. A- they're not going to give up. Kim Jong. Kim Jong. No. Oh, maybe we can get that guy Sai, the Gangnam Style thing. Gangnam Style, yeah. yeah maybe we can give but like. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're not getting any comedian. No Asian comedians. Well, maybe Bobby Lee. I would ha- actually, I would happily trade somebody for Bobby Lee. Who do we want to give up for Bobby Lee? I don't want Bobby Lee. What? I don't. I Why don't, not? I don't care for Bobby Lee. Who are the untouchables for us? Like, who are we like, we're not giving that, who, that for anybody? Uh, white comedians that we don't give it, or white anybody that we don't white give White anybody we're not giving up. Well, let's start with comedians. <laughs> yeah, let's go we're with comedians. Not giving up Joe Rogan at all. Um. Yeah, we don't give up Joe Rogan. He's, and we're talking about living can, or dead? Yeah, living or dead, because he can connect with all of them. Carlin. Not giving up George Carlin. No, Carlin, you can't trade for Carlin. No, Actually, you might be able to trade prior for Carlin. That would be a close trade. But I would still have to go with Carlin. Well. But you might be able to get... You might be able to get I think there's only one other person that I would strongly consider the trade for Carlin. It'd be Eddie Murphy. Uh, I'd put Pry over Murphy. I can't. Um, Eddie Murphy was a... 
He was a baby taking over the stand-up world. That dude was like 20 years old taking yeah. over stand-up. But I was going to say Eddie Murphy is basically the Adam Sandler version of Richard Pryor. Oh! Eddie Murphy's the black Adam Sandler? Eddie Murphy is the Adam Sandler version of no, what Richard you're Pryor. Is Eddie Murphy's the black Adam Sandler. Have you seen uh, The Nutty Professor? Shrek 2? What kind of title is that? How about Shrek Too Fast, Too Donkey? Is that your Eddie Murphy? I think Maybe. we said no earlier on Morgan Freeman. I think we're going to stop on I, Eddie Murphy, I'm too. Morgan Freeman. Um, and then in the morning, we're going to make a bop. <laughs> what <laughs> white <laughs> comedian <laughs> would you be willing to give up? What white comedian? Ralphie Mae. Oh, oh, I saw the look on your eyes. The, the anger, The anger in your eyes when I said that. I'm giving up Jerry Seinfeld. You would give up Jerry Seinfeld. There's a lot of comedians that I would just give up. Um, but we could probably get something good in return. But it's, it's, I think it's better to pick the top tier. You never say which, the draft is always about who the top are, not the bottom. So why, do, why worry about but the millions of. Most of the of, trades in sports come from middle of the pack players. Yeah, but you said bottom. Who are, get, who are we getting rid of? Who are we getting rid of? Well, I'm talking about like. We're talking we middle of the get, pack that we, we get rid get of. get something adequate for. Okay. Okay. Like some some of their middle of the pack, but their middle of the pack um, we prefer. Rob Schneider. Okay, David Spade. I'll throw David Spade in with Rob uh, Schneider. Rob Schneider and David Spade. We take those two, we package them together. Actually, I know who I'm trading that we can get something good for. Who's that? Mark Maron. Mm, I don't think you can get anything from Mark Maron. Why not? He's funny, popular. Mm. In certain crowds. Would you be willing to trade Bill Burr? No. No, no, Burr. No. The problem with Bill Burr, he is too he is so white you can't trade him. See, I think there's one trade piece that would be excellent that I think any culture would be happy to take because he's such a good time. But I can't give him up. And that would be Burt Kreischer. Burt Kreischer. Um, yeah, because he plays with everybody. He's kind of like Theo Vaughn. But he plays. They would be but, excellent trade pieces. Yeah, they but play. They play with him. everybody. I couldn't trade him. Um, you know Theo Vaughn. There's a lot of people that the black community. Would they would love. love they would take him. You know what? I think they'd really like to have Chris D'Elia too. Yeah, I think they'd rather have Theo Vaughn. If, no, between yeah. the two, I think everybody would. Rather but Burt Kreischer, everybody wants him. Everybody. But that's the machine. We can't let the machine go. No, the machine. Uh, basically holds our entire team together. Well, I think the brains of our Actually, operation no. is probably Rogan. Rogan holds our mission. Yeah, Rogan holds our organization together. Oh, let's trade Ari Shafir. He's Jewish. Let's I was gonna, trade him. Okay, I see. I forget because you said Jewish people are white, and that confused me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's yeah. fucking trade Ari Shafir. Okay. And we're still going with a lot of living people. We didn't go too far well, back. dead but. people. I'd have to think of dead white comedians. I don't know. The problem is, if, if you're going to go back in the past, all the comedians were, were white. If you go back in the past, motherfucker. You know who we can pick up real cheap? Hmm. Bill Cosby. <laughs> we can pick that fucker up for a little hey, bit we're of nothing. Just building a comedy roster. I mean, as long as oh. we keep it on the all hush right. hush and let him write. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here. Bill Cosby in his prime, we let him just write. 
will trade Chris Farley. I love but in Chris return, Farley. okay, we get Bernie Mac. Hmm. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. Let me tell you something, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna bust your head to the white meat. I don't know. I like Chris Farley. He he's he touches me in in, in my soft spot in my heart. That Veronica Vaughn is one nice piece of ace. Yeah, my her. favorite, my favorite. We got it on. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, no, I didn't. My favorite Chris Farley bit ever was when he was on SNL and he would interview the guest stars as himself because you knew that's how he really felt about being there. Like, remember, remember when when you were on and you talked to me about what's up? Yeah, you, you put your hands to your keep face. Going, keep going. You just thought of something. Yeah, I thought of something. Keep going. I don't have anything. I was just talking about Chris Farley being himself. You know who I don't think any of us want, and the black community would be so happy to take him, and we could get some excellent return. Oh no! Don't get rid of him. You don't even know what I'm talking about. <sighs> it's not CK, is it? No. Okay, good. I'm like, I'm like, you do not get rid of CK. No, the black community would love to have him, though. Yeah, I know. Pete Davidson. They would. They, I, and and we'd get something adequate in return. And we wouldn't fucking miss him. No, that's the point. That's Pete Davidson. excellent trade. Most white people look at Pete Davidson already like he's not white. Yeah. So Fuck it. we wouldn't we miss nothing. We could probably get something good out of him. I thought you were going to say Louis C.K. I'm like, no. No, he's up there. Boom. I'm trading Pete, Pete Davidson for Bobby Lee right now to the Asians. But the black community would probably offer more. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm not a fan more. of Bobby Lee, but yeah, let's take Bobby Lee and send off Pete Davidson. I'm Maybe good with that trade. like Joe Coy or something. We've made, we have made a successful trade. We have. Shake hands Shake on Shake hands. It. Let's We're end good. this episode. All right. <laughs> All right we Goodbye. Are 45 minutes. Hey, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, whatever. If you want to find out any details, check out one of our last podcasts, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, you're not.